When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. Raise your words, not your voice. It is rain that grows flowers, not thunder. Rumi. Words have massive power. You have to understand that words create and manifest, right? So a lot of times when actors used to say to me, um, I'm a struggling actor and wonder why they were struggling, it's because of the words that they're using. If you say you're a working actor, the next thing you know, you get a phone call, somebody recommended you, um, someone saw your work. You want to elevate your dialogue. 
You want to create words that are positive and that will create and manifest positive things for you. This is the most challenging thing. And I learned this in the movie called The Secret. If any of you have ever seen that movie, it's a phenomenal movie. And I suggest that everybody at least see it once. But in The Secret, one of the spiritual leaders talks about how we create every experience in our lives. And I think that the most difficult thing for human beings to accept is the fact that we create, whether it's good or whether it's bad, our thoughts and energies are the things that create, right? So if I'm having great thoughts, I'm going to manifest great things because I'm feeling good and I'm on that vibrational level, right? If I'm feeling bad, I'm going to create bad things. And, and the thing that the spiritual leader said in the spirit in, in the secret that was so challenging for us to digest is that we are responsible for that bad stuff too. And it's energies. So you want to be conscious that the energies that you're putting out there, whether you feel, you know, and this is what's important, you got to feel it. So you got to feel positive to create positive. So you want to place yourself, I say, in a happy thought that takes you to a happy, positive place. And then your mood shifts. And then in that moment, start creating, you know what, and claim it. I want to go to Hawaii. Don't try to figure out how you're going to get there, when you're going to get there. Just claim it because you're feeling good. You're at a place of manifestation and watch how these things happen. You have to experience it for you to know it. Today, I will focus on positive words, positive energy to manifest positive things. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/slash the Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. 
Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I am very excited today about our guest. Not only is he Spirit Actor alumni, but I had the pleasure of meeting him at Inside the Black Box on our show, and he participated in an exercise. I get excited when actors are because all of you are creative beings, but when you tap into that creativity and instead of looking at the glass specifically right now during these strikes, half empty, he's choosing to look at it half full. And that's why he's here, because he's going to tell us about this really exciting event that he's having next Tuesday. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to stand up. Put your hands together for Mitchell Ugwezi. Welcome, Mitchell. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. So, Mitchell, I'm excited because, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for supporting um, Inside the Black Box and being present in the audience. And I remember, you know, you, you don't forget talent and you don't forget unique creative individuals. I remember when you first said your name, I was like, what's your name? And you hit that bass. I was like, yeah, okay. I haven't heard Lou Rawls-ish, very white-ish. Took me back to the 70s. Um, but being, um, tell the audience what your experience was because you are honestly one of the first people that I've had um, who has been on the show and is a guest because I have spirit actor alumni, you know, who come on and do scenes and monologues in class and session, but actually sitting down and interviewing you. So how was that experience for you on Inside the Black Box? So as an actor, um, first and foremost, you've always wanted to be in those rooms where you're surrounded by creatives and not only is it that, but you're surrounded by creatives of color. So you get to see like the different, because people always like to put us in a box and we all may have the same, you know, hair texture or similar skin complexion, but there's so many things that um, are defining. And when you get to meet so many people, it just kind of broadens your awareness. So I, I kind of go back to the James Lipton days when he was mm -hmm. doing 
it's like the actor studio and you look at that audience and you see all these diverse faces, things like that. But then you get to hear all the jewels that are being dropped from um, the guests that are being interviewed. So it's like, this is my version, you know, of that experience because I didn't get to, because James Lipton, you know, rest in peace. Yes. But this is my version of that. So I'm like, I was just happy to be in the room and then get to participate. Meet you, meet Joe, you know, Spruce, Elsa, all those people. It's just, it's one of those things that if you look back and you take a kind time capsule of that time, uh-huh. you'll be able to open it up and just see like, oh, that's how rich the time period was, especially coming out of a pandemic, then going into a strike. So we're talking about two pauses Oof. in one particular season of life. And I always tell people, I said, listen, if you took, if you didn't take the opportunity to learn a new trade, a new skill, gain some knowledge, strengthen your body, your mind, your spirit during that pandemic, you wasted your time, Mm. you know, because that was an opportunity for you to take that pause and use it for something to prosper, you know? So it's, it was an, it's, it's, it's an amazing experience. I say an amazing experience being present because it's still going to continue and people are going to be moved and wild and inspired and motivated through that course. So I'm happy to see what, Excited to see what's coming next for Inside the Black Box. So am I. (laughs) So am I, because we too are on pause. However, um, like you said, we are continuing through and um, still having conversations and still creating. So it keeps that momentum going. Um, I was talking to a producer yesterday who said that something really great is going to come out of this. And I agree with him that, you know, um, take the time like you and utilize all of your creative skills, create something, you know, create opportunities um, for yourself and other people. So before I talk about that event, I I, I still want to talk in reference to you um, as an actor. Um, our audience are actors and we all share this experience together. I look at your resume and it is filled with theater, which my heart is just like, I'm so sensitive, but I was like all emotional. Like, yes, Mitchell, of course you would do all this theater. But when you think about theater and you think about film and TV, two different experiences, do you gravitate to theater more film and TV, all of it? So before I answer that, before I answer that question, Mm -hmm. uh, what I'm learning now in life that is that every avenue or every turn in life calls for a different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Modus operandi. Mm. That's the only thing that comes up to me at that moment. Because like, like if you're in the gym and you have weak glutes, like it's not going to do you any good to only work on work on your chest. You know, you're going to have mm-hmm. to get get on that squat machine, do the leg press, things mm-hmm. like that, because your glutes are weak. You know, mm-hmm. you need to focus on that. So I think when it comes to film and theater and television, things like that, they're all, you know, they're all performing, but they all train different parts of, of your of your talent. So there are seasons where I'm just like, I really want to do a play. And there are mm-hmm. seasons where I, I want to be still in a frame, having the frame focused on me while I deliver certain lines and being able to operate in that stillness, but have all this fire coming through. 
you know, so I, I think it really depends on where you are in your journey as a creative at that time. And then using each medium to hone in, sharpen those particular skills. So that's how I, you know, that's how I believe. But for me, I've always been a person who gravitated towards stillness and mm. it's hard to translate stillness on a stage. Mm-hmm. You can do it, but it's a, it's a little bit more difficult yeah. than when you're on a screen because a screen can, I mean, when, you're, when you're on, on camera, it can zoom in and get you and blur everything out. And then you're the main focus. But when you're on stage and you're still like to be able to capture an arena or, uh, or an audience with just stillness on stage takes. It's, it takes it's, the air out of the theater. Yeah. Because for me, I think the connection with theater, which is my first love is it's live. And I feel whatever I entrust you guys on this journey, I go with you and I feel sad. I feel happy. I feel all these things. And there's a connection just like comedians. Right. And so I think for me and for working with um, theater and working in theater, that the immediate gratification is there. As soon as you leave that stage drawer, you got people waiting to just tell you what you've done, how you've inspired and all of that. Like there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that feeling. Even if you go to a premiere and go to the screening, it'll take at least a year for that film to come out before that happens. And you're on to the next something. But in that you talk about stillness and presence in that moment. mm, I've seen it. I've seen the authenticity of a person who was on stage and was huge Right. And then they come off and you can just their hearts are just like holding on to every single thing that you're saying to them. So, you know, and I also think theater is powerful in terms of training where you it's a discipline. You can't call the script supervisor out for a line. We right. can't cut. <laughs> you no, know, you so um, and then the other thing, um, of course, Mitchell has training on here. Um, but special skills, ladies and gentlemen, like I have to say, um, I went to Africa in 2011, I think it was, no, yeah, around 2011, I went to Africa, I went to Ghana and Nigeria for the first time in my life and it changed my life. Absolutely. What I do know in coming back to America, um, in my observation that, we definitely have different lives. The appreciation for education in Africa was outstanding, phenomenal. I've never seen anything or felt anything like that in my life. Um, and just the focus and discipline on, you know, um, the, the occupations which people pursue, engineering, um, you know, lawyer, doctors, I say all this to say that the language was one of the most impressive to talk to an eight, 10 year old kid that tells me they can speak seven to 10 languages was beyond impressive. (laughs) So ladies and gentlemen, just to read off a few um, dialects that Mitchell has Spanish, of course, the English, French, African, Creole, Chinese, Like, I just think that 
if we were to, were you born and raised in Nigeria? And then you came? No, I was born and raised in Atlanta. Okay. So, but you, your connection, your bloodline, everything is Nigeria. It's still, yes. that discipline is in you. I don't care. <laughs> so what I like to tell people is that in my generation, um, first generation African daughters and sons, your house was the embassy, whatever country you came from, your house was the embassy outside of that house was America, but inside the house, the music, the food, the discipline, all of that, that's what happened. So like, whatever was was going back home in your original country, you brought that to your particular house. So people are always like, well, you were born in Atlanta. I'm just like, yeah, you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't, we weren't yeah. living life like you guys were living life in America. Like we were living in Nigerian household life in America. That's how, right. so it's like my connections are like, I like when I talk to somebody and I hear their accent and I can tell that they're from Nigeria, like I coach switch immediately. Like I was in um, Miami recently and I heard a guy talking and he was Nigerian. And I said, oh, boy, I'll find out. And I say, ah, I'll be, I don't be Nigerian. Ah, I'm on Nigerian. He's like, ah, I said, look, I, listen, I said, look, you now you look like uh, American. I said, I don't be American. Now. I don't be a Katana. You won't see me. And he was just sitting there like, and the, and the, and the bartender was looking at us like, <laughs> like, like what is going on here but it's like it's that connection to it is your your heritage that just kind of just kicks in at any moment in time so that is so true ladies and gentlemen so yvonne orgy her first acting class was with me right so i yvonne wanted to be a comedian yvonne um for those of you who don't know she plays the best friend on insecure with Issa ray and so we were doing this monologue. We were doing a monologue and I had an actor sit in as her mom and she was telling her mom that she wanted to be a comedian. She didn't want to be a doctor or engineer, right? Yvonne is talking and then all of a sudden in, in her monologue, she goes, oh, or she makes a sound. And I said, after it was over, I was like, I wasn't sure if you were coughing or I didn't know. And she was like, Tracy, I'm from Nigeria. I was like, oh my God. But she said the same thing. Those, those gems, those traditions, those identities are instilled in that African home, regardless of what's going on outside in the shenanigans of America. Because that's what continues on, right? The legacy. Absolutely. You'll do the same thing with your family. 100%. 100%. So I, 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 one of the things that, um, there were so many takeaways, but I can tell you that, uh, one of the things, um, before I left America, I never felt my, my birth certificate says, well, let me start with my older brother. My older brother's birth certificate says colored. My birth certificate says Negro. And my youngest brother says black. So when we switched over to African-American, I never felt comfortable saying African-American. I just never felt that connection. Mm -hmm. When I went to Africa, after I walked through the Elmina slave castle, I called my children up and I said, man up, man up. Because our ancestors, mine, they survived that ship that wasn't a cruise ship. They survived that. And you, we are here. So what mm -hmm. does that say about who we are? Because not everybody survived and not everybody wanted to survive. Mm. Yeah. 
lots of people they don't talk mm-hmm. about jumped off that ship. Mm-hmm. However, they have that beautiful monument. I don't know where it is, but underwater with all of those slaves carved, you know, mm-hmm. those um, sculptures. Yeah. So that was a huge takeaway. And then when I came back to America, my friends said, I was like, I just, I'm trying to settle in. Um, but I couldn't. She said, that's because your soul has changed. Mm-hmm. And one thing an older gentleman told me in Africa, he said, we family is everything. We are so angry with the Africans in America because they don't revere family. Baby mamas here, this, that. Family is everything. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. So the foundation, I'm, I just, you know, I look at your, me as a casting director, I look at your resume and it's a conversation. Um what actors don't know now who are in the Zoom world, when we used to be live, you know, we would really look at your resume and pull things off. That's why yeah. it's important to put things on there where our eyes will go. Oh, Benny Boom, NCIS director, Tim Story. So I would have talked to you about these accents and dialects and given you mad props on that because while actors are waiting for the strike to be over, there are digital resources that can help you with dialects and accents. So mm-hmm. how about you come back into the game with a British accent that you never had before? It get me in it. I just, so I applaud you for that. Um, and so what I want to, let's talk about, because I don't want any time to pass and I, I don't know where we are in time, but I want to talk about, This is one of the reasons why I wanted Mitchell on the show, ladies and gentlemen, because as I said, in terms of not wasting time and looking at this glass half full, Mitchell has put together, which I think is an amazing idea. It's Taco Tuesdays and it's a monologue slam that he has created that is going to actually begin tonight. To, um, September 19th tonight. 19th. And um, where, first of all, where can they get the information and then you could tell us about the event? Um, I can put a link for the event, right? Mm-hmm. You can also follow me on Instagram, Mitchell Luguezi. I'm the only person in the world that exists with that name. So pretty easy <laughs> to find. But um, yeah, Monologue Slam tonight, September 19th. Something that I wanted to do because I, Coming from Atlanta and living in New York now, when you look at New York, what you remember about New York is, especially in that particular space, is you know deaf poetry jam, deaf comedy jam, Apollo. You know these types of contests where people got up and it was live and it was in front of, in front of the people and it was and it was raw. And I I used I used the presence of a vacuum as a way to say how can I fill this vacuum, and the monologue slams seemed like it would be the perfect opportunity for not only creatives, but people who love live performance theater to come and get a taste of what New York has been missing for some time, in my opinion. Yeah. If, if, if they have others, I haven't seen them. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty out there when it comes no. to these types of things. I haven't seen them in Mm-mm. a very long time. That comedy jam is gone. That poetry jam is gone. Apollo doesn't have the same allure that it once has so i'm like right. this 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 needs to happen and you know people need to get a chance to sharpen their sharpen their skills 
and be awarded for it because there is a, a $500 cash prize. I saw so it's not that. Like, it's not like you're just coming and you're just, <laughs> and you're just performing and you're getting a trophy. Like you're actually getting cash yeah. you know, in hand for performing. And we have a couple of celebrity judges who <laughs> will be released at a, at a later time. So it's an opportunity for you to Sorry. come and sharpen your skills and then get to hear from the judges on like different critiques, because a lot, a lot of times we, we want the critiques ourselves, or we right. want someone to give us that, but you can always learn from somebody else or what somebody else is going through. Mm-hmm. They, the, the saying is a smart person learns from their mistakes. A wise person learns from other people's mistakes. And not that you're going to get up there and make mistakes, but if you're get, if you're up there and you're and you're listening to how someone is being critiqued on a particular thing, you can take that and use that for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's an opportunity for everybody, whether you're a performer, whether you're in the audience, you know, to get the chance to meet other creatives, come together, you know, form that community. Because I've always wanted community. I look at you know Samuel Jackson, uh, Lawrence mm-hmm. Fishburne, Denzel Washington. You know, all those people back in the day, they would always talk about when they were in the 80s going from audition to audition together. Yep. And and if somebody got an audition for something that they felt was not right for them, they'd call up their homie and say, listen, I just did yep. this, but I think you'd be better for it. This is a chance to create that community again because we need it. We do need, we need it. it. You also need it for a morale as well, because what in the 80s, I got here in the 80s and we had NEC, Negro Ensemble Company, National Black Theater, Henry Street Sullivan. Like I can name at least five other, you know, black theaters that were alive and kicking in the 80s here. They had the grants. They had the philanthropists. Now they don't have that. So they all had to um, where Chris Rock shot his show for HBO is where National um. Uh, Negro Ensemble Company used to be. Okay. And then they had to move because of rent and they're in a space. So we lost a lot of theater and definitely community because that's where people would go. Or, you know, um, because of COVID, I think we need to, you know, be around each other, you know, just be in that, you know, you're going, when you feel like somebody else is is going through the same thing, it's, it's, there's a sense of relief and it can empower you. So I think that that's, what's missing. Also, you're really right. I used to go to uh, the Negro Ensemble Company and the National Black Theater all the time. And Denzel Washington had a best friend who, um, God rest his soul, he passed. But if Denzel, when he went to auditions, he took him with him and then they would automatically, his name escapes me right now. I apologize. But he, um, they would talk to him and then, you know, he eventually started getting auditions and working as well. Um, but it wasn't that we didn't have Instagram influencers. I'm better than you. That overflow of competition that we could actually see. We didn't have access to that in the eighties. So it was all about like, you get put on, then you put me on like Sam Jackson. There's this guy. I do know Leonard shout out to Leonard. Um, but Leonard is an actor and he was Sam stand in the loyalty that Sam had for him. He was Sam stand in from like, let's say die hard up until like, he was definitely on the set of shaft with me. Mm-hmm. And that was 2000. Wow. So, yeah, we, I, I just, what do you, just in a gauge, because you're an actor 
What type of advice would you give actors right now? Like, you know, the energy that's out there, your stillness and your presence is so soothing. What would you tell actors like to how they can handle what's going on right now? If we have, I mean, they're talking about going to July, but just in general, handling the strike. July of July of next year. I mean, I'm sorry, sorry, January, January, 2024. 24. Yes. What would I, what would I say to an actor or, I mean, what I, well, I'll take something from Sandy Meisner. Um, He said it takes 20 years to be an actor. Now somebody will hear that and think that's daunting, but from year one to year 10, from year 10 to year 15, from year 15 to it's all time. It's all training. It's all deepening. And one of the reasons why I said, I believe that he said that because there's so much life that you're going through mm-hmm. as a person, just not even being a performer, but as a performer and going through life, like you're getting experiences that are changing and shaping and molding the way your mind looks at things and where your mind looks at the world and the way your mind looks at people. So I would say to somebody like, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. For me, myself, I made a commitment a long time ago that every single day I'm going to progress in some area of my life mm-hmm. every single day. And when I first heard that, that quote, I was like, well, I've been acting for 10 years now. You mean I got another 10 before I officially become an actor? Then I realized that there are parts of me now that when I get to my 30th year in this game, I could be a completely different person. I'll have that much more grounding. I'll have that yes. much more activity happening in my being when I go- get in front of an audience. And that only comes over time. Like yeah. you can drink a bottle of wine from 7-Eleven or you can drink a bottle of Beaujolais <laughs> from, from 2000. It's going to be two different experiences. And that's because yes. time has happened. Yes. You know, so yeah. as time goes on, just think about it that way. You're getting better with time. Uh, and not to look at time as an enemy, but as a gift. So then how can you calm them down? Because, you know, with this sense of urgency there for me, I deal with the sense of urgency and I'm like, what's the urgency to get where? We're we're going into spiritual territory. I know because I need that right now because your spirit is so soothing. They need your, you speak their language and this is the time. Our last guest, I'm so happy that people are coming on and soothing actors' souls right now. That's what we need. So there's a quote that I always use um, in how I manage the world and things around me. I always say, if the world is being pushed in in a certain direction, do the opposite. Because peace and chaos can't exist in the same place. Mm -hmm. So if you see a place of chaos, whether it's inside of you, whether it's outside of you, if you see that, go the opposite direction. Mm. Because at the opposite of that, it's like water and fire. Like you can't have them both. So if you see fire here, go where the water is. 
whatever that may look like for you. Some people might need to take a, take a, a walk in nature. They might need to listen to, uh, you know, a speaker or a preacher. They might need to listen to, you know, that, that grandparent or that, or that uncle or that mentor who has that, but you have to stop being so mixy because mm. here's the thing, like we're, we're all creators in this together, mm-hmm. but we all have our different ways of doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, you may do it through, you know, writing, or you may do it through, you know, drawing, or you may do it through, you know, acting or work, working on a monologue or something like that. Like we all have different ways. So it's like there are different, different mediums for you to find peace, but you can't, you can't try to be so mixy mm. and then get peace at the same time. Like you're that's like, it's only going to confuse you more. So like unplug, like take those times to unplug. You know, if your phone is ringing off the hook, cut your phone off. If your Instagram is buzzing, <laughs> disconnect. Even if it's for three days, a week, I'm not saying do it forever, but until you can find that place of peace, like you're never going to be in a clear mind to be able to see with sober thought the things that you need to do to help you get to the next place. Because I get it. Like as a creative, as a, as a writer, as a director, as a, as an actor, you get anxious and you're just like, I need, I want, I want this now. I want this now. I want this now. But like, like I said, time is a gift. Like it's not up to you. We don't own it. You don't. As much right. as you want to say that you like you can talk about manifestation, all that type of stuff like that, but you don't own what happens. You can own how you react to these things. Right. But you don't own what's going to happen. Right. You know, so take the time to just take a deep breath, sit back, find whatever it is that brings you peace, mm. you know, and do the opposite of what's causing chaos. And and that's the simplest way to put it. Do the yeah. opposite. Yeah. I mean, do that's stellar advice. It's stellar. Like I'm embracing that in this moment now. You know, because it is, it's, I don't like to argue. I don't like confrontations and things like that. And, and there are people out there that do. (laughs) And so I always feel like I'm just talking lower than you. I'm going to take those breaths. Like you said, I read this. I want a Mitchell quote. But I read this quote the other day because you got great quotes. I read this quote the other day that basically said, oh, actually, I'm going to um, I'm going to do the quote today, but I'll read it for you right now. It's called it says, raise your words, not your voice. It is rain that grows. Um, It is rain that grows flowers, not the thunderstorms. So uh, and it's Rooney. And so I just felt like, you know, again, the louder you talk, the more animated you get, the lower you have your energies. It just, you start to sort of like, um, (laughs) you know, downsize that energy, so to speak. But, um, I just, um, we, we have five minutes. Uh, we don't even have that. Sorry. I want to say, I want to say something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, This is your time right now. I think this would be the easiest way for someone to find that place of stillness. Clarifying your why. Mm. Clarifying, Clarifying your, your why. why. Clarifying your why, because your why is your mission. That's your purpose. And as a creative, if you don't have a clarified why, then you're going to be jumping around trying to find something to attach yourself to. And exactly. that's going to keep you in the moments where things are quiet and nothing's happening. 
because you know why you're doing it. You know your mission. When you know your mission, that's going to hold you over in those times when it's lean. Because we all we we all want the fat times. We all want those bountiful, you know, those those prosperity times. But when you clarify your why, when it's when it when you're when you're going through it in the middle, you're just like, why am I going through this? Well, I, because I have a mission, right? What I'm trying to get to and what I'm trying to leave, you right. know, this legacy. When you clarify that, that's the easiest thing that's going to keep you in a ground you and put you in that place of like okay now i understand i understand why i'm here or I, now i remember why i'm here let's keep going wow mitchell i can only imagine as a young young boy growing up people often said to you you're an old soul you've been here before you have wisdom of the elders and i think those are outstanding compliments and I feel like that is what continues to support and ground your career, you know, and ground you because I see uh, a starting gate and I see people just waiting for the strike to be over. And once that gun goes off, it's going to be a mad rush. And the stillness and the calmness is also the knowing. Cause I always say I sit in the knowing. I just like sitting there. I don't, I don't need to know when I don't need to know how I just need to stay and knowing that it is. So I just want to applaud you for beautiful gems. Like seriously, like thank you for adding that part of it. And ladies and gentlemen, you need to be there tonight at Taco Tuesday uh, monologue slam. And we're going to have the information um, and the link up where you guys can go but the doors open at 6.30 and the show starts at 7.30. And also I wanted to say this, Mitchell, um, someone called me yesterday about um, another event that's happening, but they said to me that where this is, right, this is happening. This particular event is International Nine Bistro and it's at 53 Bruckner Boulevard, Bronx, New York. He said that area is really coming up. It's almost you guys like Dumbo in Brooklyn, but he said it is the place right now. So I'm so happy that you're a part of that big come up that's happening over in the Bronx. It's good to see that. South Bronx. So it's like right across from Harlem. It's like even, not even deep in the Bronx. Wow. Right across the bridge. There, I mean, he was raving and I was like, oh my God, I know another event next Tuesday. This afternoon. He was like, I'm not surprised because that is the new place right now, the South Bronx. So yeah. congratulations on that. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to bring Elsa on right now so that she can bring on our two actresses today and they have questions for you, Mitchell. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Elsa. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, Mitchell. That was you already know that was that was wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Looking forward to the event tonight. Um, so we have two questions uh, from uh, audience members: Stephanie Charles and Kariah Muhammad. You can come on. And Stephanie, you're up first with your question. Hi, Mitchell Ogwezi. Ogwezi, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. Um, my question for you is. After the audition process, what is your way of letting go? What is, especially when you don't have too many auditions coming in at the same time, how do you not dwell so much on one and try to move on to the next one? You don't know when the next is coming. What is your process of the letting go? 
Okay. So we're talking about rejection, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Some years ago, I did a a show where I got to listen to Anthony Anderson and I got to ask a question similar to what you're saying. And he told me, he said, what's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. What is meant for me is not going to go to you. What's meant for you is not going to come to me. And then he said something that I took to my soul. And he said, if you're not seeing it, create it. Period. If you're not seeing it, create it. You know, so, I mean, I I, I had an audition for Raising in the Sun um, a couple of weeks ago. And I was, mm-hmm. and it was for Asagai, which is a Nigerian, you know, mm-hmm. Nigerian character. And but but we know the typical Asagai character. He's dark skin, you know, so he doesn't have a beard. So I was like surprised that they even wanted to see me for that because I don't fit the archetype of Asagai. But I, I worked, I worked, and I worked, and I worked until I was able to get it in my bones. And once I in the audition, I could tell that they were feeling what I was saying. And when I left, you know, they said like Mitchell, and then this is what she said to me. She said, Mitchell, it was a pleasure meeting you. And I walked out and I'm just like, listen, even if I don't get it, I know I did the work one and I know I gave them my best shot. Right. And if, because a lot of times auditions are not like the, the role doesn't go to, you know, the best or who's ever right. It goes to whatever fits their particular vision and if it doesn't fit their particular if you don't particular fit their particular vision then that's okay somebody else will period somebody else will somebody else will see it somebody else will see you somebody else will you know gravitate towards you and that's not it's not a not a knock on you you know all you can control is the work that you put in that's it that's it and i just want to piggyback off that stephanie yes thank you mitchell um as a casting director, there are so many situations that you guys have no idea about. Like right. there are times when casting directors are auditioning and the, and the show is already cast. They mm-hmm. have no role for you. They're just seeing what's out there. Or right. they have to hook up a girlfriend for a director or a producer. There's so many shenanigans that happen behind the table that you guys don't know about. But I agree with Mitchell. You got to let it go. The most important thing is your craft. You guys need to be focusing on getting better and better and better. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't do that, these auditions are kind of pointless because you're not growing in the auditions. You're not growing as an actress. So Mitchell is exactly right. Hold on to what is yours is yours. Nobody else can take that away from Stephanie. And And you will be seen. You will be seen. That is a guarantee. So just let it learn to just, because what else are you going to do? If you don't know a casting director and you all that time in your head, time is precious, man. This I'm is true. Saying. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. And next up we have Kariah Muhammad. Hi, Kariah. Welcome. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi, Kariah. Good, thank you. Um, thank you. So it was a, yeah, I'm really uh, inspired by some of your words that you were saying. But um, when you talked about like clarifying your mission and your why and how actors have a lot of like 
um, I would say like creative juices flowing and any like project that they do or role that they go into, like how do you yourself stay grounded and figuring out what's like the best route to go when it comes to um, a character on, on a script? What's the best route to go when developing a character? Yeah, because I know like we could have so many ideas and so many places that we want to take it. And so, yeah, how do you like stay grounded and know, you know, you're very peaceful, like, like she was talking about. So I go back to different mediums, um, create different results. Um, if you've studied, you know, there's the classic Stanislavski, yeah. Uda Hagen, uh, Meisner, you know, Uda Hagen has a certain way of breaking down a script you know, uh, person, place, thing, why, what are you trying to get? What's your objection? Why aren't you getting things like that? But then you have Meyersner, which is very response oriented. Like what that person gives you, quick response. What they say again, quick response. So like it really takes reading, reading the script, finding out how it flows, and then using the correct medium or the correct tool. Let me, that's a better word, the correct tool. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't eat a salad with a, with a, with a hammer. <laughs> like you need a fork, you need a particular tool to eat that salad. But if I'm putting together a bookcase, a fork ain't going to do me no good. I'm going to need a hammer. So it's like, you have to figure out what the task is. Once clear, once you clarify your task, then you can figure out what tool is going to be best for completing that task. And that goes back to clarifying the why. I think why is the why is the most important question you can ever ask, because you can see the what. That's 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 easy. You can see what it is, but understanding why it is, I think, is the most important question that we could always ask. And then once you understand what the like, why was this piece written, which takes you to having to go research. You know, like if you look at, you know, autobiography, autobiography of Malcolm X. Like why was that written? You look at Raising His Son, why was that written? You look at Langston Hughes and some of his poems, why was that written? Once you start getting that, then you'll understand, all right, now I understand why it was written. Now I can deconstruct it and build it up in a way that will translate from my creativity. Thank you. Life imitating art. All right. Okay. Um, thank you, ladies. Great questions. And thank you so much, uh, Mitchell. I feel very at ease and peaceful. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to blow sprinkle dust and ask you to remain the same. When we come back with class in session, we're going to have a spirited actor alumni do a monologue. So don't go anywhere. Please stay put because Mitchell Ugazi is going to stay with us. Give him a round of applause. Thank you. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. 
Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and you are still blessed to have Mitchell Ugwezi here today with us. Yes. And tonight, in the spirit of his Taco Tuesday monologue slam, and I have to emphasize that it's a $500 cash. Prize? Yeah, I want to say that. He has a purpose. There's a goal. Okay. So I want you to um, sit back and, and Elsa is going to introduce you to our Spirit Actor alumni who's going to perform a monologue for you, Mitchell. How cool Yay. is this? <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. So today we have our Spirited Actor alumna, we have Miss Stephanie A. Charles. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. Thank and you, what's Stephanie. Your monologue, what's your monologue's name and author? The Flight Attendant by Allison Williams. Fantastic. So when you are ready, uh, on your action, on action. Welcome to Northwest Airlines with direct service from Minneapolis to Tokyo, Narita. Our flight time today is 12 hours and 15 minutes. Take out the card from the seat pack pocket in front of you and follow along as we detail the safety features of this aircraft. There are eight emergency exits on this aircraft. 
Take a moment now to locate the closest exit and keep in mind it may be behind you. If there's a change in cabin pressure, oxygen mask will fall from the ceiling. Place the mask over your nose and secure by pulling on the straps on both sides. If you're traveling with small children, why? Place the mask on yourself first, then secure the little beggar that's least likely to put you in a home. In the event that the cabin loses pressure and we do make a water landing, do you know no commercial aircraft has ever made a water landing in one piece? But you can use your seat cushion as a flotation device, place your arms through the straps and kick paddle your way to shore. Now in the event that you survive the impact and make it to the afterlife of your choice, there will be an entrance exam on the safety features of this aircraft. Now I will not be joining you back in Minneapolis. Instead, I will be remaining in Tokyo to become a Buddhist nun. Please note that my vow of nonviolence does not begin until we land in Tokyo. Have a safe flight. And scene. Okay, Stephanie. So Mitchell, I'm going to let you come in and give her some feedback. So... Well done. Well done. Thank you. And what I want to say is that there is, um, I fly a lot. Like I fly, <laughs> like I fly a lot. So sometimes you get good flight attendants, sometimes you get bad flight attendants. And I, what you did really well was giving us that, I don't give a F <laughs> right now. Like from the moment you started, I was just like, yeah, she does not really care <laughs> about this job at all. Um, and it was, it was, it takes you back to when you're on that flight and you're just like, yeah, this is not going to be, I'm not going to get the great service. And I think you really played that very, very well and it translated very, very well. Um, um, I'm not, the only thing I was, I guess, unclear about was, um, was she, drinking beforehand or was that her first drink i was trying to because i was thinking like sipping. why doesn't she care it's again she's, she's been sipping she's been sipping so yeah, yeah i think it would have been interesting to see a little bit more of okay. because like when you're playing drunk it's, it's always difficult that's one of the biggest actors hiccups is playing drunk because yeah. people want to be all extra sloppy with it and slurring their words but it's it's really when you're drunk, you're trying to get sober. So it's like you're in the process of trying to find that sober place, mm -hmm. but you're still under the influence. So I think just seeing just seeing how you could play with it just so that reads a little bit more. But as far as like you not giving a damn about what's happening on this flight, I think was spot on. Like it was really it was it was really amusing to watch because you're just sitting there like as a like I was I was transported to the plane and I'm sitting there like here we go. Like we've, we've all been there. Like we've all yeah. been there. So yeah, it, yeah. it definitely, it def I, mean, I just got off a flight yesterday. So it definitely took me there. <laughs> definitely. Um, well, good job. Well done. Thank you. Thank you, Mitchell. And I wanted to say, Stephanie, Mitchell said something in this interview, which I loved in terms of like characters, like you, you, you want to know where you're going. Your character has a purpose and a direction as well. Right. And right. so the purpose of this is one of my favorite monologues. So I can say, I know this monologue very well. 
and you want your purpose, your direction is you are getting ready. This is your last flight. You don't give up. This is your last flight. You don't give up. And I personally would have preferred you to drink in the beginning because that's okay. unorthodox. That's out of character. And as a on the plane, I'm like, well, if she drinking is the pirate <laughs> Like, wait, what's going on? Like, that's my reaction to what's okay. happening, right? And be conscious of that reaction because like Mitchell said, we've never seen a stewardess like you before. Um, and then just make sure that, you know, like, like you said, um, there are levels of intoxication. And so there is a way that you could show mental how many drinks you have. have. Okay. And so if it's just in the beginning, how cool is it for us to see the, the evolution of the intoxication along with the dialogue that you're doing? Because when people are drunk, they're trying to convince you that they're not. That's why they want to drive. I, I try to cut. That's what's engaging to watch is them, like he said, fight that, try to get to that place of sober, but they're so far gone to keep missing it, keep missing it. And that's right. the comedy in watching a drunk, right? Mm-hmm. But I thought you did a great job with it. As soon as you started talking, I was like, oh my gosh, she's got the voice down. I feel like I'm in the airplane. Like, that was great. Thank you. You created the environment. Absolutely. Definitely. Oh my God, Mitchell, this has been a amazing, amazing interview. And just your presence has really added to the show as well. I'm so grateful for the stillness. I'm so grateful for the presence. And I'm so grateful for the emphasis, you guys, that time is of essence. It is a major valuable source and we should respect it and not waste it. Don't waste it. Don't waste your time on thoughts and energies. So thank you aside from all the creative stuff. So once again, I do want to promote Taco Tuesdays tonight, Monologue Slam. It's, there's a $500 prize. If you need to know what your direction and your purpose is, <laughs> go be motivated by that. And also just a great networking, which I feel is that Mitchell is also an environment he's creating for you and you never know who your judges are. So you know, that's another surprise. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, once again, Mitchell Uguezi, please, Mitchell Uguezi. And now it's time to give love. Trust. In order for anyone to trust you, it's about your word and how you hold your word. I love when Soraya first came back from LA with her mom. She was two and a half, almost three years old. And I hadn't spent two years with her and she knew me, but she had to reintroduce herself to me. And one of the things that Soraya held on to at, at such a young age was grandma. If I said something, then I had to do it. I had to stick to my word. Soraya made me accountable for that. And I'm so grateful for that because children hold on to our words. Children emulate us. And it's our job to set examples that are positive, empowering, and that allow them to use their imagination and dream. They need us to keep our word in order for them to know how powerful the words are. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted.
Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited Podcast. Thank you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at San Diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.